Look, this is going to sound really out there, kind of crazy, but just listen up, okay? Because I think the hair salon I just went to is up to something. Hear me out, okay? I, I, I go in for my appointment. Welcome to Hair Ye, Hair Ye. How can I help you? Hi, I'm Jackie Stevens. I have a 920 with Deborah. Okay, is this your first visit? Yeah, yeah, it is my first time. I was a regular at a place by my office, but there's only so many times you can say, please don't cut my bangs too short before, you know. Great, well... Not that I don't feel guilty, okay? Loyalty is very important to me. Right, well... It's just got to the point where it just felt like they were ignoring me on purpose or something. Debbie will be right with you. Jackie, can we hurry up to the point here? Fine, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so Deborah comes up to me after not too long. I mean, honestly... She could have waited longer. Half the reason people go to the hairdressers is for the magazines. Jackie. And I tell her how I want my hair. I'd love light layers, uh, just two inches off the bottom and only half an inch off the bangs. Half inch, great. And just a general brightening up of the color? Yes, thank you. And I'm feeling very heard. Once my color's in... We'll let it sit for a while and I'll be back in a little bit. I'm sitting there and, and you know me. I'm not eavesdropping, but I... Do you sort of hear the people around me? Do I really want to spend $2,000 on a cat surgery? Like, couldn't the cat just run away? And I'm realizing my lowlights have been in quite a while. And and I don't want to assume that Deborah's forgotten about me, but just in case, I go to check a strand or two in the bathroom, and as I'm on my way there, I think I hear her voice in the back room. I open the door just a little, and there's Deborah. Speaking in a very hushed tone. That one could lead somewhere, don't you think? And with her is the owner, Maureen. Not specific enough, but keep pushing. By the by, she's actually supposed to be an amazing hairdresser. Apparently used to work in New York. Anyway, I hear them. They're listening to these recordings. First, I heard that woman I wasn't eavesdropping on. Do I really want to spend $2,000 on a cat surgery? Then, I heard one of me. But there's only so many times you can say, please don't cut my bangs too short. And so many more like that. Recordings of the patrons. Of me. I think they must be a front. For deep crime. I never know what to say when I'm getting my hair cut. You know, it makes me nervous. I sit there and I tell myself it probably doesn't matter, really, because they're probably not even listening, right? I'm Jonathan Mitchell. This is The Truth. And today's episode is about a hairstylist who may actually be listening a little bit too much. Now back to bad hair. Okay, so what do you think? I mean, something nefarious is definitely going on. Definitely? I I mean, I I don't know about that. Did you not listen to my story? Just let me get my head around this, Jack. Okay, fine. Oh, God. Look, I want to see it through your eyes. I honestly do. But the whole thing, everything you're describing sounds pretty extreme. 
extreme. I mean, you were just here last week telling me how the other hairdresser was ignoring you. Yeah, because they were ignoring me, but that that's completely different. They were ignoring what I wanted as a customer. Uh, on purpose? They were ignoring you on purpose? I think it was on purpose, but regardless, this place... Are you sure you're not just upset about your haircut, dear? No, Claudia! I'm not upset because of the haircut. What's wrong with the haircut? Oh, no, 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 nothing. I like it. I mean, I couldn't pull it off, but you look interesting. You know, it's really a shame that after all these years, your wife still doesn't like me. Oh my god, Jackie. She likes you fine. She likes me fine. The salon is fine. My old hairdresser didn't ignore me. I get it. Jackie, sit down. No, no, you know, I thought what with you being on the town council, you might be interested in sinister things going on in the town. But never mind. I know when I'm not being listened to. Jackie, are you planning to stay for dinner? I mean, didn't really make enough for you, but I could always eat less. That's really sweet, but I have to go. Thanks for the invite. Why is this so important to you, anyhow? You mean aside from for once you listening to me? Jackie. Well, you know, Thomas, it's a very vulnerable thing getting your hair cut. I mean, you wouldn't understand because you've always had really great hair, but when you go to the salon, you are putting your full trust in those employees. <sighs> okay, I'll ask around. Really? You w- For real? Look, we've got a lot on our plate right now at the council, what with moving the library across town, but give me some time, okay? Thank you. Now, I trust my brother. I do. But I wasn't going to just rely on him. Not when I was so sure that something fishy was going on. I considered what he said about relocating the library being a lot of work, and, and he was right. The whole town was lending a hand, so I thought... Where the whole town is, that's where I need to be to get to the bottom of this. So sure enough, I'm there organizing the fiction A3Fs, none worth reading after Austin if you ask me, when I see that patron from the salon, the one who hates her cat, towards the end of the alphabet. Excuse me, miss? Oh, I don't work here. I'm just volunteering. Yeah, me, me too. There's too many R authors. Do you think I should put some on the us shelf or should I double up? Is that confusing? I saw you at Hair Ye Hair Ye a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So? So. And I gave her a look. A look that said, You can trust me. I know something's going on. But the look she gave me back was, Why are you staring at me? Did you need something or? I gave it another shot. Has anyone been in contact with you since? Anything, you know... Uh, You mean like a follow-up appointment? No. Okay, well listen. I'm gonna see about getting more space for the R's. And then she walked away. A dead end. I was starting to wonder if Tom was right. Maybe I really was being paranoid when I heard a through the shelves. You're looking for information on Harry Harry? I am. Wh- Stop looking. That's all you need to know. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I'm trying to do you a favor, honey. Forget it and just forget me. I will not. You're Barb Shapiro. How do you know that? Your daughter's on the swim team with my niece. She's fast. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, I'm, I'm Jackie Stevens. Yeah, I know who you are. You made the costumes for the high school play last year. Oh, it was very short notice. Into the Woods is a lot of characters. No, they were good. Rapunzel especially. Thank you. Okay, listen. 
If you really want to know the truth about hair ye, hair ye, meet me in Huntington. There's a little cafe by the river there. Huntington? It'll take me 20 minutes to get there. Huntington or nothing. That's the deal. Okay, there's salad and there's coffee. What do you know? Not so fast. This needs more pepper. Okay. You know they're recording us. Yes, what I don't know is why. Why? Why do you think? Information. Power. A library 15 blocks closer to home. But what? How? It's just small talk. Gossip. Isn't it? Small talk can be powerful in the wrong hands, right? Look, I had one bad day last year. My daughter and I had a fight. She was thinking about quitting the swim team because her choir teacher told her she had potential. And their big concert trip conflicted with a whole bunch of meets. There's no way she's a better singer than swimmer. She is so fast. Yeah, I know. She's a shoo-in for a scholarship. But I get my hair done right after we have this fight. And I didn't realize it at the time, but the stylist was totally egging me on. And I was venting. I end up saying a whole bunch of horrible (gasps) stuff about my daughter, thinking that we're just, you know, sharing. And they're recording everything I'm saying. That's awful. I'm in the middle of a divorce. I heard that. I'm so sorry, Barb. I mean, what does he think he's going to find in Phoenix? Moving on. I can't have my husband's lawyers getting that recording. And it's the same for everyone. They push you until you say something you shouldn't, and then they use you. Wait, you're saying... Maureen and her stylists run this whole town. Are you going to use your second pepper packet? No, go ahead. Thanks. Why not go to the police? I almost did. There was a whole group of us masquerading as a bunco group. We were going to go together. But then we heard about Marsha Davis. (gasps) The woman whose hair caught on fire at a Halloween party? I thought that was an accident. It was. She went to the salon to get it fixed. She was just joking around about putting her appointments, among other things, on her company card. Well, they tried to blackmail her. She went to the local police... They were in on it. No. Yeah, she was fired, humiliated. She left town. You can't trust anyone. Okay, my brother Thomas is on the town council. We could go to him. He can help you. No, mm-mm, I can't risk it. Not while they still have that recording of me. Come on, Barb, we owe it to every person who has put their trust in the bond between stylist and patron. Just gather that group of yours. I'll do the rest. And then I waited for what felt like a year of my life until she finally said, Okay. And that about sums up to where we are now, ladies. Oh, come on. I thought we were past all this, Barb. I think Jackie might be right. Why don't you let me take your hat and coat, Lori? Weren't we coming over for tea? Oh, yes, of course. The kettle's on, Mrs. Fitzpatrick. Listen, everyone, it's going to be different this time. My brother is someone you can trust. He will get the information into the right hands. Things have just been so crazy lately. And soon the kids will be home for the summer, and and Dylan's got a lot of softball. I know, we're all scared. But... We were planning to do this once, and now we have a way to get it done. Look, I wish I could help you, but it all happened over the phone. Yeah, but we can all still testify. I mean, isn't that the whole point? I brought something that might be helpful. You did? What? Exactly what Barb told us to, of course. Proof. We'll find out what happens next in just a moment. 
But first, if you're curious about how we make our stories, we have a mailing list, and it goes out after every new episode, and lately we've been interviewing the writers of every story. So for this story, we interviewed Mary McDonnell. For the last story, we interviewed Davy Gardner, and we talk about how the story's written, where they're coming from, what inspired it, what kind of research they did. And it's a really great opportunity to get to know our show a little bit better and our writers better. So if you'd like to join our mailing list, go to our website, thetruthpodcast.com. And then scroll down to the bottom of the screen, you'll see a little envelope. Click on the envelope, and you'll get instructions for how to join our mailing list. Go to thetruthpodcast.com, go to the bottom of the screen, and click on the envelope to join our mailing list. So now I'm going to get back to playing my favorite game. It's called Best Fiends. I like to play whenever I listen to podcasts. Yes. Best Fiends is a matching puzzle game. You match flowers and fruits and things. But the gameplay is so satisfying, and it occupies my hands and eyes, and it leaves my ears free to listen to podcasts. It just goes together. It's great. And I am on level 2613. And out of 2613 levels, none of them have been identical. They all offer new challenges, and they introduce new elements that keep it entertaining and fun. So check it out. You can download Best Fiends free today on Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Oh, yes. Now let's get back to the story. I'm dying to know about this proof that Mrs. Fitzpatrick has. As you can imagine, we were all on the edge of our seats. Metaphorically, Barb was still standing by the kettle. What proof? I have a recording of their recording of me. Plus, then the recording shows them blackmailing me. And Mrs. Fitzpatrick goes on to tell us that her grandson, Peter... First grandson, named after my late husband... ...had been recording her for a school project at the time that her latest blackmail call came in. And I take all my calls on speaker these days. You know, my hearing isn't what it was. So her grandson got the whole incriminating call on tape. Since all they were asking me to do this time was write a letter in about the library... I didn't much mind. But if you'd like the recording, I can float it to you in the cloud. Wait, just, um... Yeah, send it. Or, actually, I can do it for you if you just give me your phone. Here, yes. Why don't you do it? I can do it. Uh, Lori, I have it. I got it. Send it to all of us. Why don't you? Do you mind if I put your airdrop on, Mrs. Fitzpatrick? Uh, What's that, dear? She doesn't know what that... Here, I can take the phone. Jackie's got it. Laura, calm down. Now we have proof. We can relax for a minute. You know, you can finally take off your coat and stay a while. Lori, why are you still wearing your hat? Oh. <laughs> Lori, take the hat off. No need to. Take the hat hey, off. Hey, hey Lori. what you, No, don't! <gasps> oh, my God. Give me back my hat. Your hair looks lovely. Oh, no. What? Look at how perfectly highlighted her cheekbones are in that bob. That's a Maureen haircut. So you're one of Maureen's personal clients now? I'm sorry, but she had an opening, and I I thought we were done with this plan, so I just... I never said I would help them, Lori. Please forget I said that. Go, Jackie, go, go, go now. 
No, Jackie, wait. Just go tell your brother. Show him the message before we're all exposed. Get him to help us like you said. But go. And then she pushed me towards the door, so I ran to my car. Of course, Lori also ran to her car, probably to go find Maureen or maybe even to tail me. But Lori had parked in the driveway and Mrs. Fitzpatrick had blocked her in, whereas, you know, I like to park across the street exactly so things like that don't happen. Remember the Kenmore's Christmas party fiasco? Mm-mm. So I was able to make my getaway fast, and then I called you straight away. Now do you believe me, Thomas? You sound upset, Jackie. Maybe you want to go home No, and no, no. I- I'm just pulling up to your house now. Barb's going to meet us here after our daughter's swimming so we can figure out our next move. You're kidding me. You're here right now? Yeah, I'm walking up the driveway. I'm hanging up now. I'll see you in a second. You really should keep your door locked even when you're home. You never know who might... Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't know you had company. Jackie Stevens, I presume. Maureen Houghton, owner of Hear Ye, Hear Ye. I heard from your brother here that we have a little problem, you and I. Thomas. I'm sorry, Jackie. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, Jackie, I, you, just. Wait, you said I was being paranoid. Your brother and I. Look, I'll, no, I'll tell her. I'll tell her, Maureen. Look, she deserves to hear it from me. Listen, Jackie, for the past few years now, Maureen has been styling my hair. We do house visits for an additional cost on a case-by-case basis. I thought you went to the barbers on Plum. No, not for a while now. The truth is, I'm losing my hair. And Maureen, she's been helping me cover it up. How bad is it? It's bad. You know, I actually always thought you'd look good bald. I disagree. And so does Claudia. You know what she's doing to people. I don't care. Look, people think hair is only important to women. That the difference between a good cut and a bad cut doesn't ruin our week, too? You have no idea, no idea what it's like at the barber. You don't even get to pick who you see. I, Thomas, but why Maureen? Because she's amazing, Jackie. You'll see. What? All right, Thomas. I think it's time for you to leave us now. It- Excuse me, what? What, is that, what does that mean? Jackie, it's going to be fine. Maureen's agreed to cut your hair on no, me. No, no. Give you two a chance to talk. No, no, no. I said, I've said no. I, what? Thomas, what if she tries to murder me? <laughs> I see what you mean, Tommy. She does get a bit carried away, huh? I'll just be in the other room. Have a seat, won't you? How kind of you. I am kind, Jackie. Especially to my loyal customers. By loyal, do you mean easily manipulated and afraid of you? Hush now. Don't jostle your head. You want to try side bangs in the front? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I think you definitely have the bone structure for it. Okay, let's try it. I see this going one of two ways. Either you enjoy this haircut and decide you misunderstood what you've learned about my establishment. Which side do you normally part your hair? Left. Or this town becomes a very unpleasant place for you to live. But you don't have any gossip on me. Maybe not. Yet. But I'm sure you've heard what I can do. We wouldn't want you to have to move to Ashfield or somewhere like that. Ashfield? That's a terrible school district. It is. Hmm? Would you like me to finish this wavy or straight? Wavy. All I've ever wanted is a good stylist who listens to me. I don't think that's too much to ask. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to prove that for once my instincts are right. That I am not some paranormal.
also looking to <laughs> the sanctity of the stylist patron relationship. As I'm sure you're aware, very intimate thing. Having someone who cares and listens to you can be the difference between the perfect structure. Thanks, cut! And a horrible asymmetrical bathroom. I'm blonder than a lemon, so no! I don't want to be rude. But I'm coming forward about your business if I have to post this recording on every town forum Facebook page in the tri-state area. And there's nothing you can say to change my mind. We're all set here. I hope this cut is more to your liking. Why don't you go look in the mirror there on the mantle? That's all you're going to say? After what you've put this town through? Oh my god. You like it? It's beautiful. I agree. You have great hair. Thank you. I don't normally take on new clients anymore, but I suppose I could make an exception. Of course, I do expect a certain amount of that loyalty we talked about from my personal clients. What do you think? Hey, babe, they didn't have the sausage you like, so we're going to have chicken tonight. Oh, Jackie, what are you doing here? Oh my god, your hair looks gorgeous. Where did you get that haircut? Claudia, have you met Maureen? She's my new hairdresser. more original stories like this go to the truthpodcast.com you can also follow us on twitter and instagram our handle is the truth fiction bad hair was written by mary mcdonnell and produced by me jonathan mitchell it was performed by alex dixon francesca ferreira richie moriarty amy warren julia kelly tara copeland maggie burke sophie okesian mary mcdonnell and ariel gitlin Special thanks to Magnet Theater. They offer classes and shows on improv, sketch, and storytelling in New York City. Find out more at magnettheater.com. The Truth is a part of Radiotopia from PRX. We're a curated network of extraordinary cutting-edge podcasts. And you can learn more about all the Radiotopia shows at radiotopia.fm. Our associate producer is Sophie Elkezian. I'm Jonathan Mitchell. And you have been here. The Truth. We're all set here. Great. Thanks, Maureen. You like it? It's fantastic. I agree. You have great hair. Radiotopia. Radiotopia.